Hey marketers, if you want to get the latest news, trends, and insights in marketing, advertising, and tech, check out the Adweek Podcast Network. Learn from leading voices across media and marketing with original shows like Yeah, That's Probably an Ad, Marketing Vanguard, and Tech Magic with Kathy Hackle. Start listening now by searching Adweek wherever you listen to podcasts. My dad works in B2B marketing. He came by my school for career day and said he was a big ROAS man. Then he told everyone how much he loved calculating his return on ad spend. My friends still laugh at me to this day. Not everyone gets B2B, but with LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people who do. Get a $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash generate to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash generate. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. You're listening to Yeah, That's Probably an Ad, a show where we discuss trends, marketing, pop culture, and Super Bowl 58. I'm Luz Corona, Adweek Community Editor, and tonight I am joined by Al Manorino, Senior Producer at the Adweek Podcast Network, and we have a whole slate of incredible guests for the night. But Al, first, how are you? I'm good. I'm tired, but I'm great. Tired. For our listeners, we do record this podcast. Um, this is the once a year that we do this right after the Super Bowl. Um, it is 12 o'clock at night and we are here pumped to talk about the ads of the night. Joining us for part one of our special Super Bowl episode are our colleagues and friends, otherwise known as the TV Dream Team of Adweek, Deputy TV Editor Bill Bradley and Senior TV Reporter Molly Kahilane. Friends, how are you? Wow. Tired. Thrilled to be here. <laughs> Silence. Thrilled to be here. Yeah. Tired. No, it, it's going to be super special. I think yes. it'll be great. Super, super special, special. Super Bowl. <laughs> Say that five times fast. <laughs> well, I just uh, first before we dive in, um, I think we all worked really hard, not just tonight, but leading up um, to this big day. This is obviously a very big day for Ad Week, and I feel like all hands were on deck, and especially you two that are on the TV beat. So hats off to you. Wow. Thanks. Wow. That's so nice. Uh, we should do this all the time. I mean it. Okay. Just give cool. Bill compliments all the time. Oh, yeah, we this love is Bill. great. <laughs> um, well, let's get right to it. Let's dive into the ads of this year. First of all, different streams. Just want to double check. What did we all watch? I watched the Televisa Univision one. I, I was on the, the CBS broadcast. Bill, what about you? Um, Nickelodeon for me, all the way. Gonna, yeah, let's go, Bill. Is that I what was, you watched, Al? I did. Yeah, I was wow. on the Nickelodeon stream. I watched okay. the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, we have not mentioned it. Congratulations to the Kansas City Chiefs um, and uh, Patrick Mahomes for winning the coveted MVP, the Nickelodeon Valuable Player Award. Um, yeah, oh, Nickelodeon wow. is the biggest award of the night. Yeah, it's the biggest award. Definitely. Of the night. Along with the probablys, which we'll get into in the next segment. That's right. Okay. And tonight was an exciting game because there was an overtime, which I think was the second overtime ever in Super Bowl history. Um, so, first of all, I'd love to ask you two, Bill and Molly, what does that mean for ads? Like, when that happens, when there's an overtime, like, what does this mean? It means the TV team is very tired. <laughs> uh, but what it actually means is that there's additional ads and additional inventory available, which, I mean, this Super Bowl has only gone into overtime twice. Tonight was the second time. So you were right about that. The other time was 2017. Um, but we have confirmed that CBS had a contingency plan for overtime. So those spots were sold. 
but there were five additional spots that aired on CBS. I don't know about the Nick broadcast. We haven't checked in on that yet. Bill might have a little more info there. Um, but that's an extra $35 million in revenue for CBS. Wow. Yeah, well, well, I can tell you uh, about the Nick broadcast. Um, if you're juicy drop gummy dipping sticks, you had a great night over on Nick. <laughs> Was that as wow. made with AI? I, I will say, as far as the ads on Nick, though, a lot of them had like weren't made specifically for the broadcast. So they had a bunch of stuff that was like stuff that had aired previously. Um, so, you know, with a whole arsenal of that stuff, they can just, you know, go through that as much as they want. I wanted to ask you about that, Bill, because I was also watching the Nickelodeon broadcast and I noticed a lot of repeat ads and not in the sense of like they're continuing a larger campaign. But like we did, I didn't see the um, the Paramount Plus ad that I love so much with uh, Hey Arnold and uh, everyone else that is also in it, uh, including Peppa and Josh uh, Tua Tagovailoa. Um, I kept seeing the one with Josh Allen and Peppa Pig and the Transformers. I saw like three times. So what what's the mindset there? Is this just like we can only use certain ads for this broadcast and the inventory we've already gone through? Like what what is that? Do you think? You know, I don't know the policy in Nickelodeon about like throwing children into a mountain, but I probably <laughs> think like that might have had something to do with it because Hey Arnold gets launched into the side of Paramount Mountain, but. What I will say is that Nickelodeon coming into this game had, um, you know, 15 to 20 uh, spots that were specifically for Nickelodeon. They can't show um, Ice Spice and Starry ad. They can't show Mountain Dew and like sugary drinks. So they had specific ads made for a family friendly audience. Um, So that's why we sort of got, you know, push pop gummy poppets candy um made with ai which look, it had to looks win. great it looks great but it's just like yeah uh that that's sort of the ads that you were getting you're not getting deadpool 3 you're getting an inside out 2 promo that came out you know a week oh or two my ago God, i'm so excited i didn't <laughs> see this is what i miss <laughs> inside out 2 promo did run in the post game on cbs though oh wow there you go um well there were quite a few big combos of the night um i would say i i brought this up earlier al did not agree with me but beyonce and verizon i mean i think because we were all like super set on the teasers and she was in them and we all thought it was going to be a great big announcement but instead it was just like a very humorous ad she announced new music with it what are you talking about yeah but i think people were expecting like Bigger. I don't know. Bigger than a new Beyonce album? You know what? I was hanging out well, with she, Colin she all night. And he thought they were going <laughs> to announce a Vegas residency. So this is where I'm sure. getting my information, guys. That's very on brand for Colin. I, I will say she did the announcement on Instagram, though, right? She didn't do it in the ad. Correct. So I, right. I think that probably has something to do with that, too. Yeah, I think yeah. the ad ended with something like, okay, drop a new music. Maybe this will break the internet. And that was when the like social post went. But I think I would agree it could have been a lot more clear that that's what was happening. Mm-hmm. Like my my friend's group chat was lighting up about like, guys, Beyonce dropped new out al- a new album and CBS isn't even talking about it. And it's like, well, CBS wasn't entirely sure that's what she was going to do because Verizon was so tight lipped about the ad. Right. Yeah. Nickelodeon right. didn't talk about it either. They were making a, a ton of Taylor Swift puns and trying to get Larry the Lobster off the field before he inter- interfered you with know- the game. You know, someone's got to like keep track of Larry. I'm I'm sorry, but like the game is going on and Larry's running across the field, and I'm like, I thought, what I is thought happening? he was going to run the ball for for San Fran at one point. Okay, so I Nick mean, hey. Nick had Larry the Lobster on the field, and CBS had a streaker. So 
Oh yeah, yeah. So Nickelodeon <laughs> cut to the bro- like cut to the booth when that was happening. They didn't address it at all. Um, <laughs> it's not. This is the friendly. first time didn't address either. Yeah. Wow. Oh, you, you didn't know. First time hearing of it. Wow. <laughs> wow. What is the contingency? Like they have to plan for that. Yeah. They have to plan. Yeah, they just went to SpongeBob and just were like, "Hey, let's shoot the shit a little bit." And he did what he did. But SpongeBob wouldn't say shit. No. Wow. Oh, yeah. No sodas and no streakers. That's two rules <laughs> for Nickelodeon. There you go. <laughs> and another thing that I noticed, and Kyle O'Brien just published a really great uh, write-up on this, is that Ogilvy pitched big ideas and landed three buzzy Super Bowl ads, one of them being Beyonce, and the other two were pretty buzzy as well. So honestly, they have my vote. I feel like they also won the night along with the Kansas City Chiefs. <laughs> Kansas what do City you guys Chiefs say? And Taylor Swift won the night. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I think Ogilvy had a phenomenal night. And I've been talking about this ad since it came out, but the Dove ad. Oh, so good. I love, love, love that ad. I talked about it on the podcast Luz and I were on last week. Yeah. But uh, it's a 30 second spot um, about a study they did that found that. Uh, 45% of girls drop out of sports by the time they turn 14 because of low body confidence. Mm-hmm. And so Dove did this with It's a Hard Knock Life and a bunch of young girls just falling in every kind of sport. And it was about getting back up and that body confidence. And I think it was really, really powerful, especially in a year where you're seeing more and more women and young girls watching uh, the NFL to have that run and see them ref- – like them like for young girls to see themselves reflected on – the biggest stage in the world. So I thought Ogilvy killed it with that. And it was also Dove, like Dove's first time back in the Super Bowl in for 18 years. Yeah. So what a way to make an entrance. Like I don't, Adweek didn't rank that as the number one out of the big game, but for me, that was my your number heart. one. Yes. I, honestly, I think that's pretty solid. Um, Bill and Al, what about you? The other two that they did for reference that Ogilvy did was Sarah V and the Verizon Beyonce Um commercial yeah i think the the michael Sarah ad was just like perfect um they yeah. did they did awesome lead up to it uh there were a lot of like buzzy tiktoks of michael Sarah with uh survey lotion and uh sometimes you have a pun and it's just like it works unlike you know dr umstick tonight for drumstick oh my god like gosh. who looked at that more thought, dr umstick that's what we'll go with <laughs> yeah what? and they had a really funny guy they had eric andre for that yeah. Who, yeah. Didn't, who didn't do any like they didn't let him do anything he was pretty much yeah. just looking uncomfortable on a plane probably because he also didn't like the pun but yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> al what about you any thoughts on those ads yeah i mean as you previously mentioned uh our 13 best super bowl ads those three ads all landed on the list so uh I, you have to give it to ogilvy for that, um, that's a lot of in, uh, incredible creatives working together to come up with some really cool and memorable stuff. So the Sarah V one, like we knew going in that it is going to be something, something yeah. memorable because of just the weirdness of it. Um, and then everyone was highly anticipating whatever Verizon and Beyonce were going to cook up together. And I think it, I it exceeded my expectations for sure. Um, and then. Dove and uh, you know Molly said it more eloquently than I would, but just like you know coming back from that long of an absence to do something that impactful, great. So yeah, uh, Ogilvy knocked it out of the park. 
They won. And the Kansas City Chiefs. And Taylor. And, Chiefs. and Taylor. <laughs> and Taylor. And Beyonce. And Taylor. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I, I love the Dove ad, too. I'm not going to say anything Molly hasn't said. But, um, no, it really struck with me, too. And it was really beautiful. Um, okay. Any outstanding trends of the night? Did you guys see, like, anything? I have one. Um, it's pretty meaningless, but, uh, I will wait and I'll let it, you guys go first about a trend or something that you saw throughout the night. Bill, do you want to kick us off? Sure. I'll, I'll kick us off with a trend that I, I want to get everyone's opinion on. Uh, flash dance was used twice in mm. two different ads. Interesting. What's up with that? So... <laughs> By the way, that's the, the name of that? Bill's uh, spinoff podcast that we're launching later this year. What's up with that? <laughs> What's up with yeah, that? Yeah, stay tuned. Oh stay I tuned. I would watch. Uh, but really, what is up with that? Because it was a nerd, a nerd just like, you know, showering nerds on itself. And then you had Jason Momoa, Aquaman, getting covered in water. And it's like between the two of them, you got to go with Aquaman. But I'm just like, I don't understand why, why 1983 Flashdance, that was the song to go with. Yeah. Also, they had Jennifer Beals in the T-Mobile ad, too, for Flashdance, which I was like, what is the girl from the L Word doing there? And our CEO had to be like, no, she was in Flashdance, Molly. And I was like, yeah. Oh. <laughs> she's, she's, Molly, she's the Flashdancer, yeah. Okay, she doesn't age, by the way. Lou's Mo- is sitting across Molly, from me, like, losing her mind right now. the center of the universe. <laughs> um, sorry, we live in different universes, apparently. <laughs> Uh, but anyways, I will say that like both of them using Flashdance as the theme of their ad was, is surprising. What's up with that, Bill? You're right. But also it was Nerd's first time in the Super Bowl. So I'm a little bit like, oh, no. Like they had a very similar idea taken – not taken but like also used by T-Mobile, which is a juggernaut in the advertising world. And Nerd's is like, hey, we're here in the Super Bowl. Oh, crap. Yeah. I know. And we had them on earlier in the podcast and they were like super hyped and t- it was like a whole year like in the making and everything. So, wow. yeah, what like it's like the equivalent kind of Ooh. of like showing up to the prom with the same dress, which actually happened to me, guys. I don't want to talk about it. We but, did it. Whoa, <laughs> yeah, it really did. I know. But this is the equivalent <laughs> of it in the Super Bowl. Um, but either way, you know, good effort. Right. In, in my high school, we had a shared Google Docs where you put what dress you bought for prom so that no. nobody else would buy the same one. Are you wow. saying that's what brands should do? That's what brands should do. Like <laughs> make a shared Google Doc. Nerds, I'm using this. Don't use it. Um, yes. No, no flash dance for that's you. That's actually a great idea, though. Great. That is a my, great idea. My, the trend that uh, – I'm just going to jump in. The trend that I saw, and I think it's kind of been like an ongoing trend over the years, is the – the, the the way that brands think that if we just add more celebrities to the ad, it's going to be better. Like, oh, they used one celebrity, we'll use two, or we'll, you know, we'll use four or five or whatever. And I think it's varying successes. Like, the, the Duncan ad I thought was great, and it had a lot of celebrities, but the way that they built off the relationships of those celebrities. It wasn't like, let's just put five celebrities together that – have no connection whatsoever, but are really, really famous. That's when it kind of gets like the message gets lost because there's no, you're not grounding people to that relationship. The Duncan one works because you had Matt Damon and Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez. And there's this super, and even Tom Brady, like Tom Brady has done skits with them in the past. Like there is a, and the Boston part of it all too, is like, there's a relationship there that 
we gravitate towards. But like Dan Levy and Heidi Gardner uh, from Gardner, right from uh, from SNL, in an ad that perplexed or an ad campaign that perplexed me to no end. But that just didn't work, and I don't think more celebrities doesn't necessarily mean more success. But it's like they have to make sense. The the was it Uber Eats the one with um, the Jennifer Aniston and yeah, and, and, and yeah. David Schwimmer that made sense. Yeah. There was a reason for them to both be there. Um, and the they had universe. other celebrities in there too, but it, it, it worked in that instance. I, I, every year it feels like we keep adding more and more and more celebrities to this. And I don't think it's ever going to change, but at the same time, they need to do more like Duncan and more like Uber Eats and less like um, uh, homes.com in that, in yeah. that instance. Yeah. Robert Clara had a really, really good piece on that for Adweek. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Definitely check that Adweek. out. Com. About... Great website. Adweek.com. <laughs> and it was, I believe, and I just hear Robert's voice. I think the headline was, when is enough enough? I think that's what, I think that was in the headline. Wow. It was probably right? yeah, yeah, like is... about celebs. Yeah. I mean, it's a Clara special. There is nothing like what. <laughs> that's what, yeah, we call it, yeah, for our listeners, we call it a Clara special. Definitely just honestly Google Robert Clara ad week and just read all his stuff. But that piece was really great. Um, my trend of the night, and I don't even want to waste any time on this. I, what, what was Dan Marino doing in like two ads? I just like, <laughs> what, what was that? Like, wait, what is it, Bill? What was up What's with up that? with that? <laughs> <laughs> I just want to record that and just use it. What's up with that? It's a new Put me sound. in the sound effects, Al. Come on. No, yeah. do not do that. Do not give Al access to that. <laughs> I don't have access to the sound effects right now. Uh, what's up with that? What's up with that? <laughs> like, I'll start talking in the office and Al will just hit the button. What's up with that? Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Moving on. There's so much to discuss, but it's late. So we will not discuss all of it. But breakout star of the night. And this could be the most memorable ad or part of the Super Bowl, including halftime show. It could be the streaker that didn't show up on Nickelodeon, but on CBS. You know, what was the mem- most memorable part of the night? Um, Alfred, let's start with you. Oh, man, I'm, I'm so biased because I watched the Nickelodeon stream. Um, man, all of it. best the best moment of the, I honestly the commitment that Nickelodeon had for this broadcast there's so many layers of how well executed it was honestly there uh, each quarter they did uh like when it got to the second quarter it goes second quarter just like they did in spongebob and had the title <laughs> card like that's really really clever and cute and oh, like for like like diehard spongebob fans like that's so great and people and kids who still watch it you know whatever for them but as a 33 year old man who loves spongebob and is introducing it to his five-year-old right now that was great um also other things that were really cool were um throughout the game they were like actually teaching kids about football and about the sport oh. and about the rules and like when there was a penalty dora and boots would pop up and explain what the penalty was well it was really I'll, and i don't mean to jump in here but i want to just say i want to say dora and boots were were roasting 
like hardcore roasting yeah. the teams for getting penalties. Yeah. They were like the someone would do a false start and Dora would be like, Where are we going? Back five yards. <laughs> and it was just like I was just like, Oh man. Like I wonder if Travis Kelsey knows it. Oh, and the whole game they were just calling uh Travis Kelsey Taylor Swift's boyfriend. So <laughs> like, I'm yeah. the whole game. Whole game. Whole game. The whole game Wait, the whole game incredible. was filled yeah. with Taylor Swift puns. Um, from 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 the, the commentators and then like the the voice actors. I don't know if they necessarily got the original voice actors. Uh, Bill, you'll have to let me know. If they, they did. Get, they did. Oh, yeah, yeah. God. Thank God for SpongeBob and Patrick. It's <laughs> great because they were they were like commentating on the fly in character, and they were using like uh, like famous quotes from uh, even the actual commentators were also using like famous SpongeBob quotes and other like references to other Nickelodeon shows, like all that. Um, and uh, Drake and Josh and stuff. It was just, it, again, it was really, really well done. Um, I, 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 I mentioned it. I don't know if I mentioned it before or later that, that this is the way to watch football from now on for me. Like <laughs> do this for every game. Yes. <laughs> it's great. Yes. For sure. I'm down. I'm down. I feel scammed for watching the CBS broadcast. I feel like I should have been watching the Nick one. Mm-hmm. The only know, thing is you're, you're definitely getting a lot of like sugary ads. It's going to be nothing but Lunchables. <laughs> yep. It's going to be nothing but push-up pop, gummy pop, candy, push-its, Lego, and all that stuff. Lego. Lego. Toys. Okay. I like candy and Legos. Yeah, me too. Same. I'm forced to, though. I have yeah, I don't have a child. Yeah. I just I just am a child. <laughs> Um, speaking of, no, actually, this was like 10 conversations ago, but Taylor, um, did the footage live up to the hype? I thought it did. Molly? I mean, depends on what the hype is. Like, you have the people that were really mad that she was even going to be there and there would be any screen time devoted to her. Yeah. I mean, in the office, in the war room tonight, we literally were like, Taylor, on screen. Me too. That's when I looked too. I was like, there she is. (laughs) But it would be like little two second things. Yeah. It was, I was personally delighted to see her on screen. Of course. Um, And then you had the viral moment, which wasn't on the CBS broadcast, which was a bummer. But it was literally her chugging what looked like a beer. Maybe it was sparkling water. (laughs) Who knows? (laughs) And, like, slamming it down. And, like, people are, like, super mad about it. But whatever. It's fun. It's fun. It's fun. Just chug a beer and let it. Just chug a beer and get over it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But I don't don't know. I don't think there was any hype. Like, we talked about this last week that if they had gotten engaged on camera or something, like, that would have been very annoying. Let's not do that. This isn't The Bachelor. Like, you're, yeah, you're not getting engaged. Come on. That's on ABC, not CBS. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> I think I think it lived up to the hype. We got to see her. That was it. She looked great. She looked great. Her first she- Super Bowl and she won it. So congrats to Taylor. <laughs> congrats, congrats to Taylor. her rookie year. What, like it's hard? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, no, she, she, uh, she flew from Japan to get to the Super Bowl and looked better than any other human – at the Super Bowl, like, come she on! She landed two hours before kickoff. Yeah, what the crazy. hell? And exactly. got to chug a beer. My and gosh, got to chug a beer. <laughs> and we're in the office at twelve forty. <laughs> um, one thing I wanted to ask you guys, and then and then I promise we'll let you go. But uh, I think it's very interesting because we, the Ad Week team, we have to be um, careful of what we call a Super Bowl ad because there are rules and regulations as to what counts. So technically, it's not an ad until after kickoff, right? And um, anything before that, you might think it was like a really cool spot or whatever. 
It's not a Super Bowl ad. Um, afterwards, when does it end? Is it once the game is over? Once the game is over. Yeah. Including overtime? Overtime counts yeah. as Super Bowl ads. Gotcha. Okay. So I wanted to ask, what was your favorite ad of the night that wasn't really an ad? Molly. Ooh. I mean, are we counting regional spots? Yeah, definitely. They were like some of the best ones, in my opinion. Yeah. I mean, I personally really like the Cetaphil ad. I know there's some stuff going on with it right now, but like I watched that a couple days ago and I sent it to my dad. Yeah. And was like, this makes me think of you. Um, and then ads that weren't ads, the Paramount Plus one, we've, and we've already talked about it. Like, that's technically a promo because anything that like Paramount properties ran. Is a promo, not an ad. Gotcha. But loved it. I mean, we've already talked about Hey Arnold, like, smashing into the wall. But, like, Creed, Drew Barrymore, Patrick Stewart. Paramount told me that, like, the line when uh, Patrick Stewart looks at Drew Barrymore and goes, Shut your face, Barrymore, was totally ad-libbed. No (laughs) way. (laughs) Like, Drew had no idea that was happening. And they ended up using it. So I love that. Wow. I love that behind-the-scenes stuff. (laughs) Best ad. Um, how did it not be number one? Because <laughs> it <was number> <laughs> it's not loves technically that ad. an ad. It's, it's yeah. the yeah. best. Because it, it didn't air on Nickelodeon. That's why. That's right. Um, there you go. My favorite ad that wasn't an ad. I would say uh, the Wrexham stock coffee spot was pretty great with Anthony Hopkins. Oh, uh, I love that one. Yeah, wearing the, the Wrexham mascot outfit. That was pretty, pretty fantastic. And then um, – Honestly, just Plankton's giant robot, which constantly made its way onto the field and uh, had bubble butt. (laughs) What? Another another fun joke. That's what I Fun jobs where it's not mine. (laughs) Another fun joke throughout the Nickelodeon broadcast, which, guys, the only way to watch football, is uh, they kept cutting to Squidward, who was in the line to get in the bathroom. Oh. And he missed like the whole game. And then when he finally got to his seat, there was a giant person in front of him, so he couldn't see the game. Is that is just, just chef's kiss. Like incredible. Wow. Squidward uh, cannot catch a break. I, we should before, do a live commentary next year watching we, the Nickelodeon stream. Uh, serious, I would love to. Something we didn't get to talk to uh the TV team about and uh was the movie trailers. Um hmm. which is something we definitely should uh talk to you guys about before we uh fall asleep or pass out. I don't know what's gonna actually happen <laughs> first. Um but uh there were a ton of spots for different uh, movies. Uh, I don't know if I saw necessarily a lot of TV spots, but again, I was watching the Nickelodeon broadcast. Uh, can you guys give us some uh, some of the highlights um, and things that people should check out if they may have missed? Molly, what do you think? Well, there were a couple TV spots. Knuckles, uh, the Sonic the Hedgehog spinoff, uh, was one. But in streaming terms of on trailer, Paramount. Streaming on Paramount. So it's a promo, not a spot, guys. Same. Uh, but I think the probably the buzziest movie trailer of the night was Wicked. Ooh, um, I, I saw people that. chatting about that. Yeah, yeah, they ran that very early in the game. I think it was like the first pod of the first quarter, but sixty seconds, uh, first glimpse into Wicked, which has been delayed for so many years, and is actually finally coming out this year. First part of it, they're doing two parts. Um, so is really, that with Ariana Grande, it is with uh, Ariana yeah. Grande. The drama. All the drama. Uh, and then we actually got our first glimpse into Deadpool 3, too. Yeah. Uh, Deadpool 3, yeah. not 2, which we got the name for it, Deadpool and Wolverine. 
Uh, so Hugh Jackman's coming. It's going to be great. Amazing. Yeah, I was going to say Deadpool, I think, was the, the buzziest that I saw. I, only because people were really anticipating it. Like, Disney was sort of hyping it up as as we were getting closer. And um, it's it's the first R-rated MCU movie. So, mm-hmm. um, so, yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on there. I'm glad they're letting them, like, keep the Deadpool, like, rated R brand yeah. as they bring it into the MCU. We, it, I, it wouldn't I, be Deadpool without that, right? I could do a whole podcast about how excited I am about this movie. Um, <laughs> yeah, those were two great trailers. Like I, I, I knew Wicked was coming, and then once it hit the screen, like I got that same feeling I felt like when we did know about all of these ads in advance, and like we finally like saw these spots for the first time. That's how I felt about Wicked because I, I did not watch it in advance. I was so excited about it when it was happening because I was like, I saw this like ten years ago. On Broadway, like, I've been waiting for this adaptation for so long, and it was crazy to finally see it, but the the, the Deadpool Wolverine trailer was, it, it is a huge movie for that studio. Like, it is it kind of, not make or break, but it's a, we're there in, like, a huge inflection point right now. This is a big, big movie for them. If this doesn't go right there is going to be some issues there. Um, wow. So yeah, very excited about both of those. Um, yeah, I was kind of surprised about the lack of TV in the sense of like, um, you know, I know you mentioned Knuckles. Was there anything else out there or was it Shogun? Shogun. So, oh, yeah. 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 So FX, Shogun, right? that's, that's going to be on FX at the end of the month. It's their most expensive series ever. It's been in the works for years. I think more than a decade at this point. Yeah. So like, uh, they have a lot riding on that. For, and for them, like, I guess an extra $7 million for a Super Bowl spot, they're like, whatever, let's mm-hmm. do it. So We spent $7 um, million on 10 seconds of the show. <laughs> serious, yeah. So so I guess uh, I guess we'll see. But, I mean, it's getting good reviews. Like, it's FX's attempt at Game of Thrones. So, yeah. yeah. Have you seen it, the first episode yet? Yeah, I have. I don't know. It's, can I say stuff on, on here about it? I'm not sure. Is it embargoed? But, uh, <laughs> it was embargoed. So, the, so don't yeah. mention it. Let's, I don't want you to get so in trouble. I won't I mention it. Let's not. I, will I just say haven't though, watched it yet. I will so say, I won't mention it. <laughs> I was going to say, I, I, I will say that they were promoting it as early as uh, San Diego Comic-Con, which I was I attended. And uh, th- they had a big presence there for that show. So they they haven't stopped kind of promoting it. And I think they're really trying to make sure audiences tune in for it because it does sound like a very expensive and, you know, hugely creative endeavor for them. Oh, they've been promoting this forever. Like at the Disney upfront that Bill and I were at earlier in the year, uh, not earlier in the year, literally last year. Last year, <laughs> um, yeah. They had a bunch of actors like from the set just do like, I, Bill, how would you even describe it? Like we were like taken over by the cast of Shogun. So they had they had a hundred uh, samurai warriors come Whoa. through the crowd and sword fight their way onto the stage. Uh, so it was it was awesome. It was actually really really great. So uh, yeah, and that was I almost mean, a year ago. Almost a year ago, yeah. I mean, they announced this back in I don't know. I like they started working on it like a decade ago. I think they officially announced it like back in 2019, and now it's finally coming to air. So. Um, yeah, it looks beautiful. So end of this month. And, and, oh, wow. and before we let you guys go and, uh, we continue this podcast, uh, with some uh, other special guests that we're very excited about. Um, what do you guys, 
like kind of rate this Super Bowl um, from from past like coverage that you've had in the past? Like, how do you think the Super Bowl did from from an ad perspective, from a TV perspective, movies? Um, where do you? Where, is this was this what you expected? Was it? Did it go above your expectations? Just give us like an overall feeling of how you guys felt about this Super Bowl. Mm. Molly, what do you think? Uh, Universal Pictures had a ton of ads for their upcoming movies. So a lot of movie presence. In terms of how I felt about it overall, I was actually talking about this in the newsroom earlier. I don't know if it's like that we've lost the magic of the ads because we see them all before they come out. Like whether they're publicly released or we get them privately, but we'd seen 90% of the ads. So seeing them live on screen, like it lost a bit of the magic. I also do think the ads in general were a little weaker this year. Yeah. It seems like people are playing it like safe kind of, right? Like didn't you write about that? Like I feel like I I saw – it was me, but someone else did. Someone else did like about how post-pandemic like everyone was kind of leaning towards like distraction um, and humor. And that's why throwing in a million and one celebrities is – they'll get instead of and like some of the best Super Bowl ads don't have celebrities in them. Yep. No, they oh, have frogs. Yeah. Like they have frogs the burping frogs. about beer. That's, <laughs> that's what we need to get back to. Yeah. That's what I think would we used to be a proper country. Yeah. And, for, <laughs> and for anyone who may have missed it, actually, I was reading this before um, we started the day's festivities, but Terry Stanley and Brittany Kiefer wrote a really great write-up about, like, kind of the 20 most groundbreaking Super Bowl ads. Um, the frogs were on there. I love that story. There you yes. go. The Old Spice Sky was on there, which is a little teaser for what we have coming up next. Um, and Independence Day, I did not know that was the first movie trailer to ever show during a Super Bowl. Um, and they, like... like tweaked it to the Super Bowl. This is going to be the last one you may watch. You know, that was kind of messaging was on there. So it was just, it's interesting to hear you guys talk about the movie trailers and that's when it started back then. But I say all this to say that people should check out that article too. Amazing. Amazing. Very good. Adweek.com. We got it all. (laughs) Great site. Bill, Molly, thank you guys so much. Now we will let you go to sleep. Good night. Hey, thanks Thanks for for having us. Great job tonight, guys. Yeah, check out Bill and uh, Molly's coverage on adweek.com or follow them on social. We'll we'll make sure to tag them uh, in the show notes. Uh, Thank you both, and uh, happy Super Bowl. Happy Super Bowl. Happy Super Bowl. We're going to take a quick break, and when we get back, we will be joined by two very special guests. Stay tuned. My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day, my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com generate to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com generate. Terms and conditions apply. 
LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. And we're back. Thank you, listeners, for joining us for the second half of this episode. We are so excited to have actor Isaiah Mustafa. You may know him as the Old Spice Guy. And Ella CEO and founder Aaron Gallagher, also the mastermind behind the viral hype women movement, as they join us to discuss their hot takes of the night and help us with our first annual Probleys Awards. I'd like to welcome Isaiah Mustafa and Aaron Gallagher and Al. Welcome back again. Oh, thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm glad I wasn't dropped at halftime. <laughs> <laughs> um, Isaiah and Aaron, how are you guys today? Thank you so much for bearing with us and joining us so late and after the game. Doing well. Doing well. Doing great. We're, we're, we're plugging along here. And like I told y'all, like children are hopefully going to stay out of the room and we'll see. But uh, yeah. we're, we're still here. We're still here. Hey, we'll we would love their takes too. You know, we'll roll with the punches if they come on. <laughs> um, but we're super excited to have you both here, just given your expertise and your industry experience. So let's hop to it. First of all, I wanted to ask where, did you guys watch the Super Bowl? Like, did you watch the Nickelodeon stream or the the CBS stream? Just curious. Go for Isaiah, it. Um, if you go. Oh, yeah, go for it. Okay. Thank you, Isaiah. Um, <laughs> I was like, Isaiah, go for it. And you're like, no. I'm like, all right. Uh, I, I believe we were just watching on CBS. Um, so because there were so many CBS ads for CBS shows. So that was, yeah, that, that's where I was watching it. Same. All and right, Isaiah, just- what about yeah, CBS, but I, I, I actually watched it on my phone, though. Um, today's, wow. today's my 50th birthday, so I was out to dinner. Uh, so happy, I, birthday. happy birthday! Happy birthday! Oh, oh, thank, my thank you, I appreciate it. You I, just, I popped in earbud in and just put the phone down and just <laughs> listened to it or watched it. While you were like, you were like I'm just so grateful that you're all at my dinner, and I'm sort of here, too. <laughs> oh, my God, that's amazing. But by the way, happy that's the... Birthday. That's the proper way to watch the Super Bowl on your birthday. Now it is. Yeah. On your phone. <laughs> on an iPhone. Yeah, very 2024 of you, yeah. too. Uh, well, you guys, you missed a lot on the Nickelodeon stream, guys. It was truly incredible. You missed yeah, a lot. And- a lot of slime. <laughs> I, I heard um, SpongeBob and Patrick. They were the commentators, right? That's yes, hilarious. Yes. I yeah, I, I brought it up in our early half of the conversation with Molly and Bill. But uh, yeah, Bill, uh, SpongeBob and Patrick were commentating. They were there was like four commentators, two like professional ones, and then of course uh, SpongeBob and Patrick. And it was wow. insane. Honestly, it was uh, chaotic and amazing in all the best ways. It's actually the only way I'll watch football now. <laughs> wow. Right. Good to know. Good to know. <laughs> yeah. Made the Spot game on better. also watching with kids. So that's <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, brilliant. Right. That's brilliant. We missed that. <laughs> Um, Well, I watched on the Televisa Univision stream, but there was an overlap of ads and we work at Adweek. So we saw most of these ads before tonight anyway. So um, we can speak to it. Let's hop right to it. All right. So we came up with some fun superlatives, some fun prizes of the night to get some hot takes here. So the first one is the ad that made you spit out your bevy. So the funniest or shocking ad. Erin, let's start with you. Without thinking, I, the one that really came out for me was the Dunkings ad, where it was like 
Ben and JLo and just like it was like, oh my God, what are, what are they doing? What is happening here? What is <laughs> what is this like dance routine that's going on? And then like Matt Damon on the side, like being embarrassed, like and JLo being embarrassed. I don't know. That that one was a spit it was like a spit your drink out for me where I was like, what is happening? So I I was entertained. I was entertained. <laughs> People seemed entertained by that one. Isaiah, what about you? I did like that one and it wasn't the spit out your bevy for me, but um I did like that one as well. For me, I the funniest one. Uh, it had to be Reese's for me. Um, I like that kind of humor, though. I'm a little partial to Mr. Coleman, so I, I, I I'm watching it and I'm going, oh, I can see what what he did there. So I I just enjoyed that. <laughs> um, <laughs> the yelling always gets me. So <laughs> <laughs> anything that elicits a, a reaction or emotion is always good. Yeah. <laughs> um, Al, what about you? Um, I I had. I had the Duncan one initially, and I think I might stick with that because it does fit in a lot of categories, though. I was trying to spread the wealth a little bit. The one going into the Super Bowl, one that we saw in advance that I have been singing the praises of is the Paramount Plus ad with um, with everyone. There's a million people. but oh, I, I mean, Creed and Hey Arnold in the same ad. It's like like fourth grade's fourth grade me is like dream mm, dream ad yeah, honestly yeah. uh but the duncan ad was was fantastic so I'll, I'll i'll throw it to duncan yeah no i for me i would say i don't know the uber eats commercials like kind of got some chuckles out of me so i would say that's my vote but that also ties into the next one which is the ad that invited the right celebs to dinner aka mm. the best celeb cameo um, and I wonder, does that overlap with your first choices, guys? Um, Isaiah, do you want to go first? I think mine overlaps with everyone else's first choice because uh, I thought the Dunkings was the uh, uh. was probably the, the best that the, the, the invited the right celebs to dinner. I, I like when you get a duo arguing. doesn't matter who it is, Batman yes. or Robin. It doesn't matter. Yep. I, I, I love that. So it, to me, that, that, <laughs> that was like right on time. Yeah, yeah they, they had that. Like, they had that comedic timing, right? Where you're just, yeah. you just like could see Matt Damon being like, "God, I'm so embarrassed to be here." That was <laughs> yeah. so funny. I so I loved the Michael Sarah Sarah V one oh because, gosh. like, it was just yeah. like because it wasn't even the the commercial itself. It was like how it ended with him being like in this room, and he's like, "Cause like." my name is Sarah, like Sarah V. And these like <laughs> doctors are like, dude, who are you? You know? <laughs> and so like, as a person who has spent 15 years in agency, just kind of like knowing that whole space where you're like trying to pitch something and people are like, yeah, it's just not landing. I just thought that was hilarious. Cause I'm like, oh shit. Yeah. Michael, Sarah and Sarah V. I'd never put those two together, but I'm, I'm here for it. I'm here for yeah. it. There's something about that, that, uh, I, I thought about just how it was pitched. That made me laugh. Like, I was like someone like, <laughs> Every other pitch was kind of just like, no, oh, we don't like it. We like anything else? And he's like, well, I, I kind of got this Michael Sarah thing. And, you know, that's right. Throws it out. <laughs> and you're like, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah. And, and like, we were like watching it happen because Michael Sarah was like, it's like me. And they're like, no, it's like, meta. so meta. So meta. Yeah. And also, though, you know what it reminded me of? Of the whole like solo stove Snoop Dogg ad that like was like, loved and hated or whatever i still stand by that creative i thought it was catchy as hell it was funny and you, they did it with the right person who was snoop dogg and in this case it worked with michael Sarah. yeah yeah, yeah. that was good all right so we're, we're unofficially calling these the probably's that's that's our grammy or emmy and uh i think we're so we're gonna uh, go back and give the first one to duncan 
and we'll give this one to Sarah V because I think we're all on the same page. Yeah. All right. Yeah, for Excellent. sure. All right. Retroactively yes. awarding. That's that's yes. the name <laughs> of the game. Um, and then Al, would you say Sarah V? I guess you're aligned. Oh yeah, with I'm, I'm aligned with decision. that. Yeah. Okay. Well, just just it's like it's that equal parts of like dumb and brilliant that yeah. make a Super Bowl ad great. We love it. Yeah. We love dumb. Yeah. And yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. Dumb and brilliant. Simple. Simple, dumb and brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> um, the next probably is for the ad that made you want to actually buy the goods, which is the best ad showcasing the product or service, kind of what it's all about, kind of stray a little far from there. But um, who would, what ad would you guys say? Erin, let's start with you. Um, I wrote down the co-pilot Microsoft, the watch me one where like, it was all of the lead up for each of the different sort of ways that this particular app could work were about like, you don't believe I can do this. Like, you know, I've been underestimated. You don't think I'm smart enough. You think I'm too, I'm too young to, you know, to be able to change the world and I'm too old to learn something new. And then like the sort of that line was like, watch me. And I just feel like anyone who's ever felt underestimated watched that and felt like, damn, I need to get that just in case, like I'm going to start a company, like while I'm at my 50th birthday, like sitting at dinner and I like want to make sure I I get going quickly. So I just, I, I, it made me want to look into it. Um, and that didn't really happen for me with any other products because they were the products I already knew about, but this one was like, oh shit. All right. That's like an entrepreneurial, entrepreneurial, um, highlight right there. Yeah, I feel like that's also so on brand for you. Like considering everything that you do, and you like like to you know work. I'm like, on can I work- buy another URL today that yes. we might turn into a business, or just <laughs> I'll just keep it because it's like you know twenty bucks a month, no big deal. Yeah. yeah, no, that's true. That and that's like a very thorough analysis. I love that about Microsoft. Um, Isaiah, what about you? Um, you know, none to tell you the truth. I'll be honest. That's I didn't right. really want to run yeah. out and buy anything, but what made me curious. <laughs> was the uh, Tamu uh, ads because it yes. said shop like a billionaire. I was like, well, okay. And I've, and I've heard negative things about the company. So yeah. I was like, it, but, it, but it made me curious enough to go like, I'll, I'll go on there and check it out because I'm just curious to see one, uh, how can I shop like a billionaire? And two, is, is, it, is it as what people say it is? I, I wanted to see if it lived up to both negative and positive reviews. Yeah. So, and what'd you think when you jumped on there? Uh, I mean... <laughs> we'll see when I get the uh, baby proofing uh, items that I ordered. <laughs> okay, so you are participating in the yeah, commerce. I, I love I it. I yes. jumped on and like ordered some stuff. It was really cheap, and I'm like, all right, I hope wow. this is like you know, I hope this stuff works, and hope it's like uh, not or non toxic. So we'll see. You know, <laughs> fingers crossed. Yeah, the thing. Well, well, and like Isaiah, it was it was on four times. Like, yeah, I, I don't know if it, I don't. Like, I don't know if that was different in different markets, but like, I was like, yo, this is the fourth time this full ad, the exact same ad has been run. And there must be some method to that, right? Where it's yeah. like, all right, man, they're hitting us over the head with yeah. it. Yeah. Fourth time, yeah, I, that's, that's when I said, all right, I'll do it. Let me just. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's like, it, <laughs> and it, it worked. It, it worked. It yeah. worked. Right. $24 million and Tamu got Isaiah's money. But uh, I didn't go the- buy a home, though. <laughs> <My> home <died>. No, no. <laughs> Oh, that didn't work on you? No, that one I was like. The biggest takeaway that I got from the the Temu ads was I've been saying it wrong this whole time. Yeah, yeah. And it's been around for like (laughs) three years. I thought it was Temu. I thought it was Temu too. Yep. Yep. (laughs) 
Yeah, I'll probably so maybe, call maybe it that was actually part of their strategy as well. Yeah. They're like, listen, we don't even care if you come on, but stop saying it wrong. Yeah, I also yeah. So, I also thought of like <laughs> you guys could use a spokesperson. Um, <laughs> yes, I hear it. Do I have the spokesperson for you? No, anybody. Yeah. I was like, hmm, you know, what? let me reach out. <laughs> right, um, like you're like you're like, let me just like brighten this up a bit. Yeah. I don't know, maybe use that third or fourth ten million dollar ad to just switch yeah. it up. Maybe yeah. spent like, spent like thirty million dollars in on animation in like an hour and a half. Wild, uh, Luz. What was your pick? Um, for the one that made me want to buy the goods. Okay, so I cheated a little bit because I already use this service, but Etsy, like I said, I it's like one of the apps I'm on all the time. Like that and Pinterest, like because I'm I'm just like a basica. Like I just love all that stuff. You know, it's like so Etsy. I just felt like it. They went back in history, and that could have been cheesy, but it nailed exactly what the service is, and it was in, like, a whole different time period, but they did it so seamlessly, and it was just, like, I don't know. It got another chuckle out of me, so that's why I, I that one had my vote. I, I, I'm going to agree with that one, and, and not nothing against Temu or anyone <laughs> one else, but there's something, about, there's, something about, there's something about making an ad that is directly going to impact so many people with, I mean, like how many like small business owners use Etsy? It's a crazy right. amount. It's that's what yeah. the companies build off of. And like, I, I kind of like love that. Obviously Etsy is going to make money off both, you know, the purchases and, you know, all the advertisement, all that kind of stuff. But like, there's something about just like, Oh, so many people are going to go to Etsy for the first time because of this ad. I kind of like that. Yeah. So that yeah. Yeah. The scenario was funny to me. Like, yeah. what would, you know, the U.S. gift back to France if that they was wanted to thank you? Cheese board. Like, cheese yeah. board. Right. Cheese board. Perfect. So it was good. It was good. It was the good. one upmanship. I like that, too. Like, <laughs> we have to set now. Um, All right. The next one. Okay, this one's important. The ad that best reflected today's world in terms of diversity and inclusivity. This has been a quite a topic for the past few years. Um, So let's hear Isaiah. Let's start with you. This was a tough one for me because I couldn't really just based off of diversity and inclusion. Like I. I, I even thought about adding the, the T-Mobile commercial in there because I was like, that's multicultural. Look at all the guys. And then I was thinking like, but, but what is one, the one that, that uh, I was like, it, it got me after the fact is the Google Pixel commercial. It was blurry. Mm. And then when I saw the couple, I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. That's like a very subtle way of like kind of like going like, hey, this is our world today, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I had that I like- in another category that we're going to get to in a little bit. So it, it could be a two-time award winner depending on mm-hmm. your other picks. But that was a great choice. Yeah. Such a good ad. Yep. Didn't understand it at first, too. I was right. too slow. I think I think the Nickelodeon stream kind of melted my brain a little bit, as well as my child trying to dive off right. the couch every three seconds. Right. You're like, you're like, hold on, is this sophisticated? Because I need to be hit over the head. Yeah. Like, yeah. I need to be, yeah. It was a little I need obvious. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Erin? I, I really, like... The one that just sort of made the room go quiet for me was the stand up to Jewish hate, um, ah, stand up yep. to all hate, because again, as they were showing sort of different scenes, it was all of the different, you know, historically excluded groups that continued to fight for their rights to exist yep. um, and that are constantly, you know, in these battles every single day. And so I felt like it was rallying everyone together and saying, Every we've all got different fights, but we need to stop all hate, right? So that one, that one to me, I felt was just like, whew, 
okay, that was that was a powerful, intense commercial. Yeah. yeah, and a little more about that. So that's the Robert Kraft Foundation to Combat Anti-Semitism. Um, and that comes after Robert Kraft actually matched a $100 million donation from the Norman R. Rouse and Ruth Rouse Foundation. I think I'm saying that wrong. Uh, resulting in uh, over $200 million that were was raised. Uh, this was before the uh, the ad was released. That, that, so yeah. incredible. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, Al, what about you? Oh, man. Uh, I... I mean, it's hard to kind of top that one. I kind of want to give it to that just to put a little more, <laughs> to put more eyes on that. So I'm going to actually have to agree with Aaron on that one. That's, it was, it was very moving. I had to catch it um, after the fact, because again, Nickelodeon did not show that surprisingly. <laughs> mm, yeah. 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 I don't even want to say what my pick was, because I'm just going to sound. Oh, no, it's got to be good. You got to tell us now. It was the NFL shop. That was good. (laughs) (laughs) No, only because I felt like it was also my ads were a little bit limited on not limited on the Televisa stream, but they were different. But Mm. the NFL, I don't know. It was the first time that I was like watching and I was like, oh, wow, like different groups. Like they had like older groups. They had younger. They had LGBTQ. They had, you know, black, Latino, everything. And, you know, maybe that could be like a box checking kind of a thing. But I also feel like NFL is like. Now they're really walking the walk and they're really trying hard. And even a simple ad like that caught my eye. So, uh, you know, speaking of trying hard, uh, I'd say the Jesus Feet commercial was yeah. pretty multicultural, also. Yeah. Um, yes. Absolutely. I, yes. I, right. I, 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 the message was kind of mixed for me. Like, I was kind mm-hmm. of, I mean, I got it at the end because I was like, oh, cool. It's a, it's a, it's a religious commercial. You know, I, you know, whatever you're into. It might it might serve its purpose, but it was really it came across as like, hey, <laughs> it's weird to say like, but Jesus is for everyone, you know, <laughs> like yeah. the way it was yeah. said, it was I was like, okay, I, I get that, but that's like I, I don't know where yeah. you place that, you know, like the the message came across kind of mixed for me, but I think they did yeah. try to appeal to all like diversities and everything. They gave it a shot, you know. Yep. No, you're yes. totally right. I forgot yeah. about that one. Wh- one of the. Uh- Better religious. I mean, let's try this again. Probably the best religious ad that is run. I remember. I guess it was either last year or two years ago where there was a, a few, and we were just like, "What's happening?" Like these are some mm-hmm. straight. They just popped up in strange spots, and we kind of weren't expecting them. And then we were just like, "Wow, we're getting a lot of religion thrown at us." But yeah, at least it, this one was a, a little more impactful. It's hard yeah. being a religion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, it's it's hard to advertise. <laughs> it's hard. It's hard business. It's, mm-hmm. it's hard to advertise the religion, you know, no matter what it is, because you know you're like you know somebody's gonna be you know gunning against yes. you, so yeah. you're just doing your best out there, you know. Doing your best. You're so, so right. Let's so keep it up for the marketing teams who have to advertise religion. That's yeah. a tough Ooh, one. Sure. I would not be able to do it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, um, I'm, I'm gonna give next- that. I'm gonna. I'm, I'm going to give that one to the uh, the Robert Kraft Foundation to combat yeah. anti-Semitism. That's getting the problems from us uh, because me and Aaron said so. Yeah. Okay. And it's a great cause. Yes. Yes. Um, okay. So uh, probably for the ad you were most hyped about seeing. So this is for the ad with the best teasers and the buildup. We see the teasers like leading up. This is kind of common now. Um, for me, it was Sarah V. Uh, but I'm curious to hear what you guys want to uh, have to say. Um, I forget whose turn it is to start. It's, so it's birthday boy's turn. 
Your birthday uh, boy. Well, well I, <laughs> again, I, I didn't have one that I was excited to see. I did have uh, Eric Coleman texting me about Reese's a lot. So okay. I, naturally, I was, like, I, I was like, all right, let me see, see this Reese's commercial. You know, but I mean, that, that was only because he like has a direct a hotline, you know, like, so, so I was like, all right, all right, let's see it. But, that, but, um, I did the, the, uh, beer commercial with, um, oh man, uh, I did a spot with him, a Super Bowl spot with him. Um, oh man, why am I blanking on his name? Oh my goodness. It was, he's like an every, like. Will Ferrell movie too. He like plays an amazing. Uh, he's always like a, a good co-star. Oh my gosh, I can't think of his Is it name. John, John C. Riley? No, no, no. Um, Are you talking about the like the one on the beach, like with Messi? He, no, no, not that one. The one they were oh, like okay. they're okay. running. Uh, he, he, he's body painted. Uh, um, uh, it, I think it's like Mick, uh, Bud Light or or. Oh my gosh, why am I blanking on his name? I'll come back to me. <laughs> I, I'll I'll figure it out. I'll Google right now. Find it. And, and there, yeah, because there were a bunch of. I'm trying to figure out which beer one because it was like there was definitely Mick Ultra, Budweiser. Yeah, I'll find it. Um, I'm sorry, guys. Like, I'll, I, no, you're right. right. no, it's my right. Listen, I, you know, I, because I, th- I thought you were maybe talking about the one with Rob um, Riggle. Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. There you go. I've I've had I've, I've had a few glasses of wine. <laughs> okay. You, you, you were going to wake As up at should. 3 a.m. and scream Rob Nichols name. I am not I'm knowing glad, why. I'm glad that you got there sooner. I am. I'm really glad. Yeah. I am too. Okay, so remind me. I'm bl- I'm blanking. Remind me which one this was. Okay, so this is the probably for the ad you are most hyped about seeing. No, no, no. I'm ad. trying. What the one Isaiah is talking about? I'm trying to remember the. Ad. Oh. Running of the beer ads <laughs> is what it was called. Oh, Miller Lite. I, okay. 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 I got. I got to check. It. I think I was in the restroom, or yeah. like, or uh, like breaking up a fight between children. But. I say you were a part of my favorite campaign of all time, and it's not what yeah. you think. It's, David Harbor. It's, <laughs> it's David Harbor. Yeah, I know. I, I, I trust me. I hear that a lot. Uh, okay. Like that. That actually is. I'm. You know, it's a P and G ad. So, but yeah, I always hear like, I go, which one, which one? And they're like, not Old Spice. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I go, but technically it is Old Spice. So. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it is. It is. Right. You're like, you were tricked. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I like that one too. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> oh, that's Makes me feel better. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. So going back to the, the kind of the most hyped about seeing Sarah V uh, was, I think that what had the most, not just hype surrounding it, but kind of mystery in the sense that like the way that they started was kind of grassroots, um, a little guerrilla marketing style with, um, with TikTok, And like, they were having yeah. like, like influencers, like talking about Michael Sarah V. And then there, I, I remember seeing one TikTok of like someone walking into like a Walgreens and he's like standing in front of a, <laughs> an end cap and he's signing Sarah V bottles. And then he just like walks away. And it was just oh like weird. That's it was awesome. just weird. And yeah. that's the, like I said, like I weird, dumb, kind of yeah. crazy. Like that's the kind of ads that are always going to stick with you and be memorable. And I just love yeah. that. It's just like, Oh, Michael Sarah V. Like, it's so Odd, and I like the the the, the oh, weird, weird kind of grassrootsy way that they approached the lead up into it because they could have really done it up in a different way where a lot of the bigger brands do, but they did. I think they did it in a cool way at least. Yeah, well, they could have just done the commercial, yeah, and then it wouldn't have been the same. No. Yeah, 
Yeah, we're gonna say, and every- you have, and you have to have someone like Michael Sarah yeah. to do yeah. this type of ad, right? Yeah. He's, it's like he's his humor's so dry, and he's like his comedic timing makes it so that like it's always like, is this funny or awkward? Mm-hmm. I don't know which one. Like, am I laughing <laughs> or like are you being serious? Right. right? Yeah. So like, so like that. So much of who he is and what he brought to that is why it works so well. Um, and, and that's, that doesn't like you, you can't plan that. You can't plan like, Hey, we're going to start a company named Sarah V. And then maybe in like 10 or 15 years, <laughs> there's going to be a kid who's like yeah. a really strange acting career and is going to just mash up like that stuff. Just, <laughs> it just doesn't, it doesn't, it, it's like, there's no long game there. It either works or it doesn't. But, yeah. but my answer to this question was sort of what Isaiah was saying about like, did you, were you excited to buy something? I didn't really have a lot of hype going into this about any of the ads I was seeing. I didn't actually see that whole um, marketing of, of CeraVe leading up to it. So I was really like hit over the head when I saw the commercial. Um, but the only one I had seen a ton about was the Uber Eats one with like Jennifer mm. Aniston. Yeah. And I was thinking like, man, this is, this is a pretty heavy cast here that they've got <laughs> pulling this. And it's, and it's, I, I think it's a funny idea that you have to forget something to remember. Like, yeah, I liked that. I liked that hook. Yeah. Um, because then when they set that up for each person, the thing that they had to forget was like hilarious. Right. And, and so, and some of it was like people that we think that I'm blanking on his name, the dude with the tattoos on his face. And like, there are oh, there Post Malone. Oh, no, wait. It wasn't Post Malone. My wife said the same thing though. She, She's like, he's been in two. And I'm like, who? She's like, Post Malone. I go, oh, that wasn't Post Malone. <laughs> I know. It's like, no, no. It's the other dude who someone took a Sharpie and wrote on his face. Right? Oh, and yeah. and that's why that was so funny because I forgot his name. Whoever that dude is in the commercial, he's looking in the mirror and he's like, oh, my God. Someone wrote on my face because he forgot he got <laughs> tattoos all over. And we think that. Right? And so, like, so much of the stuff that's funny is, like, there's an inherent truth to it that, like, not everyone has talked about. And so that's why I thought that one was funny. But yeah, I'm I, I, I'm happy to hear that there was a bigger campaign around Cerave because I didn't really see it. Yeah, yeah it was Jelly Roll. I just Jelly Roll. Excuse just me. Some quick googling. Nice. That's good googling there. Thank jelly you. Yeah. Thank you. You're like you're like face tat. It's like post Malone. I put jelly Roll. Uber eats celebrities. Oh, that's <laughs> nice. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's, that we was, could. More suave. Yeah. We we also did coverage on this, so Al and I should really be referencing our own articles on this because I remember now that Terry I think wrote up about it. Um, so what is, what is the general consensus then for this one? Um, the one that we were most hyped about seeing. I, I feel like we all had different answers. Yeah, but I think I think we all came around to Cerave, right? Yeah, Cerave. Yeah. Um, yes. Okay, so this next one actually kind of ties into the last one. So that uh, this is the probably for the ad that needed a little more buffalo sauce. So the ad that may have fallen a little flat or a missed opportunity. And I don't, I don't like to like really call something a flop because at the end of the day, there were creative teams and a bunch of people behind all these commercials. Agreed. So Agreed. you yeah. know, like yeah. what could what could have used a little more spice? And I would say the whole Verizon Beyonce teaser. I thought there was we were all expecting something really? bigger. I think right. Wow. Oh no, I, I disagree. <sighs> Why? What do you think? Because I I didn't expect anything. So it didn't like it's not that it didn't leave up to my like expectation. I feel like I found out about it like two days ago, and I work for Ad Week. So it's yeah. like you know what I mean. Like I I I was just like 
anything. And and honestly, I was so surprised that she was funny. This is like gold member Beyonce, which I love. I loved her in that movie. And she she is funny. But every time I see her now in award shows, she looks so unapproachably amazing. Like she's like (laughs) otherworldly. I know what you're saying. You know what I mean? Yeah. She's so She's otherworldly at this point. Yeah. Where yeah. there's always um, like some kind of breeze, like in yeah. front of her, where her <laughs> hair is just like what? the hair is always blowing. It's, it's, always an, blowing. Yeah. it's like an aura. Like she's not on the like she's not on this yes. physical plane no. anymore. She she isn't. Yeah, she isn't. yeah. she's not. Yeah, but yeah. this so you're right. This this like this, this like brought her down to like feet on the ground next to yeah. us. And yeah. Fun. yeah, she was fun yeah, and funny, and funny. she has that ability. We've seen it before. It's just been twenty years. Since we've yeah. seen it last, because I think Goldmember came out like 2003. Yeah. But, yeah. Man. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. yeah. So I disagree. I, the one you that... guys don't remember Carmen, the hip hopper on MTV? <laughs> she was the star of that. Come on. That was I good. do. Hip, hip <laughs> do you remember? I, I do remember. Yes, this. the hip hopper. Yeah. I thought at the time it was iconic and groundbreaking, and I rented it again a few years ago, and I just. How was it? Oh, was it still amazing. groundbreaking? Yeah, totally. No. <laughs> um, I think we, we briefly mentioned my pick, but it was that homes homes dot com one. Mm. Um, mm. That that was just like that. Yeah, seven million. That's what you're gonna do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that one. I saw some chatter around that for sure. There's a yeah. Aaron. What about you? They, it was what? They, there was a bunch of those. So yeah, there. Yeah, you, it, yeah. Uh, I'm sorry. Go, please. <laughs> no, <laughs> you, 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 no, you go. You're right. No, I'm like. I'm like. I want to hear. I want to hear the roundup. Isaiah's like, nope, 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 nope. nope. <laughs> Again, I, I understand that people. You know, there there were creative teams around these things, so so you can't really like you know you don't want to crap on anybody's like you know baby, um, mm-hmm. but uh, Starry Lemon Lime didn't do anything mm-hmm. for me. Um, mm-hmm. the, what Starry did is make me go like, oh, what's Starry? <laughs> like. <laughs> Not in a way that made you want to go like seek out Starry. Yeah, it made yeah. me. It, I, I honestly felt like I was like, like, man, that's what you spent it on. Okay, you could have, you could have done a little something yeah. else. Like, All right, cool. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and it's funny because Starry. I've just been seeing it everywhere. Like, um, you know, you go to the Knicks game and they're all over, like in the out of home and the inside too, and everything. And I just feel like the the same thing I keep hearing, Isaiah, is like, what is Starry? You know, so yeah. you're, you're like, so is, you're like, is that like spray? Or yeah, like... that's what everyone keeps saying. Yeah, yeah. Which I don't know. I think it is. I, I, I think it's similar. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it would have been cool if they told um, us what it was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. So you're, so you're like, there's right. that part where it's like, you know what? We're we're probably still at a stage with your brand yeah. where we need to be educated. You can't yeah. just say Reese's, right? You can't just say Nike. Like, right. There's there's still that phase of like you are not so iconic yet that you don't have to remind people and use a CYAQ, like cover your ass qualifier. Like, what are you? you? There's your ad right there. You know what I mean? Like, honestly. Yep. Yep. (laughs) Yep. Yep. (laughs) And Aaron, what about you? Um, like the Oreo one, I, the, that one was just like, I was just kind of like, I, I think I literally was like, what? Like, I mean, cause again, like lots of celebs in that. And it was like, and, and Oreo again, iconic and like so much nostalgia for it. I, I felt like no one really played into like the nostalgia of some of these like legacy brands. Like, so I was just, I literally was like, what? Aaron, yeah. you nailed it. You nailed it. Like, <laughs> you know, and that rem- that reminds me. One of our Whoa. reporters, um, Robert Clara, he had, his expertise is like these like 
in-depth analytical pieces and he just wrote a piece about how many celebs is like when is enough enough you know (laughs) because this is like it's people are like the brands are dishing out all the money but like then if it falls flat or could use a little more spice so yeah Yeah. it's it's a very good question that i think it also felt like the joke was like all right you did it once (laughs) i got it you know and just kept going and go i was like all right but it's now like okay great like yeah but like still not still not yeah yep for sure yeah (laughs) did you you say yours for me yeah Oh, the ad that needed a little more buffalo sauce. Yeah. You know what, guys? I I'm gonna plug in the ads on Televisa Univision. Like, so I watched it right with my coworker Colin, and the ads to me that one were the ones that really put in the effort to speak to the Spanish audience. So it was like the ones that didn't just dub Spanish over the English. You know, yeah. the English ad that like. I will leave some of the brand names out. Um, but the ones that really put in the effort. But I would say if I had to, like, group, like, collective, where those were the ads that fell flat to me. It's, like, it's like the equivalent of, like, someone showing up and being like, hey, showed up. All right. I'm out. You know? Right. Box um, checking. Very performative. Yeah. Yeah. So those. But, um, yeah, it's, it was, like, a collective of it. But, yeah. Uh, I, didn't, um, I didn't give a reason to why hotels didn't work for me, but I'm going to say it. I don't. Or not hotels. Uh, homes.com. I don't think they ever were in a home. And I think that's a big selling point for the. You know what I mean? Right. Is it, it's like, is it towns.com or homes.com? It's like, it's like doing a Reese's one and not showing a Reese's cup. Yeah. Like, that's kind of the equivalent. That's why I just, that's why I had that one there for me. Uh, Luce, I'm going to leave it up to you. Who gets, who gets the probably for, uh, for a little, a little um, more buffalo sauce needed? Uh, what was it? We said Starry or we said Holmes? Starry, Holmes. Yeah. Um, those were, or, those were, I think, the two Oreo. big ones. And Oreo. Oh, or Oreo. Yeah. Um, you know what? I saw a lot of chatter about the Holmes.com one. Like, mm-hmm. everyone was just kind of like, huh? You know? So I would say a little more spice. A little more spice on Holmes. Why, why yeah. am I blanking on Starry, his name? The, the, like, the actor, the Dan famous Levy. actor. And I love Dan Levy, right? Yeah, like, me too. Yeah. I love, it's like I love both of them, right? Like, you're just like you're that's like you're like you given. have Dan Levy, right? Like, come on, yeah. right. what are we doing? Right. That yeah. that that's what I think. Like, it was I was like, oh my god, yes, Dan Levy, and then I was like, what is this? Like, yeah. So yeah, I think that's that's the other, that's the risk of bringing in like a huge celeb is yep. is that like you're gonna give like if that was just a random person then you would be like i don't know what's going on here but like when it's dan levy and it doesn't land you're like what went wrong yeah yeah, yeah right? for sure you never showed a home that's what <laughs> you never showed, showed you're, you're literally called homes.com yeah. there you go. <laughs> like literally uh, um yes they would be the the contender there for sure um, all right the the probably for the ad that deserves a round of applause these are noteworthy ads that tickled our fancy this is our penultimate uh probably and we got one more after this so which uh which ad do you guys think maybe deserves a round of applause that isn't going to be talked about like a lot of these high profile ones that we've been talking about already I will start with Isaiah because I feel like he actually has an answer so far for us. Yeah, I mean, I I, I do, and it it always like like first first of all, I'm just not political. I I uh, I, I do have issues that I stand by, but I, I, when it comes to like, I, you know, I, I don't I, I'm I'm an independent, so you know, um, mm-hmm. but 
<laughs> Kennedy for president did tickle that nostalgic, like, you know, spot in my, in my heart. And I was like, that's kind of yeah. cool. I go, I got it. You know what? That, if I'm like, that made me feel kind of like, Oh, that's kind of cool. I, I see what you're doing there. And that, it, it, it's a throwback and it just kind of made me think like, you know, as far as like, you know, it'd be kind of cool to say like, Hey, you know, I'm, I'm of this lineage, you know, this is what, you know, this is what we do. You know, so it was kind of cool just to see that, you know, like, like I said, I, I'm not like pumping yeah. anybody's campaign. I'm just saying that was just kind of, for me, I was like, Oh, it's kind of cool. Like, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah it was yeah, good that's angle. A good point. That's a really good point. Very good yep. point. I, um, I wrote a couple down, and so no, nothing is really the winner. I think it's it's what we what we whatever we talk about here. But I lo- I did I loved seeing Beyonce in that way, and so I thought that she was really funny. And so I I was like, all right, cool. I, I like what I'm seeing here. And like I had Etsy down too, but you know Etsy is is taking another category for us. The Dove Women in Sports. What I liked about it is it really like I was sitting with some parents of girls and they were like, "Oh my god!" By age fourteen, half of them are going to drop out because of their body. So like, okay, cool. Let's keep that conversation going. Let's keep yeah. let's keep talking about that. Let's keep paying attention to that and using that information to make different choices. But like the one where I was just like, "Oh my god!" What is that? Like the Mayo one with Kate McKinnon. <laughs> Like I was just, first of all, I'm just like oh, mayo, you know, like all right, mayo, like yes. mayo is delicious. But it was just like it was such a random ad, and they did it well. Like it was executed well, and like it was so simple, right? It's a it's a cat going like mayo instead of meow. Like that's it. That's, that's it. It's yeah. simple, right? It's simple. It's not. You, there's nothing more to get about it, and like, and then it's what happens when something has virality. So I I thought that I was like that was funny. Yeah. And you know what I liked about that one? It it was like the cheesy humor. It worked. Kate McKinnon was the right person for that. They even like, you know, gave a little nod to Pete Davidson, who's also, you know, done that ad. Um, And I was pleasantly surprised, too, because I feel like they've needed a little more spice over the last few years. Their spots. Yeah. Agreed. Um, Al, what about you? Um, I I think for me, and I just want to make sure I got the naming right. So it's... um, NFL makes its football the world game was was our kind of slogan for uh, our foot, uh, NFL uh, NFL tracker Jesus our ad week tracker that we have um, it was like uh, showing how NFL is going to global markets I liked how they um, they included um, different NFL athletes but the, just the momentum of it was a lot of fun and it was very engaging um so if you guys haven't basically checked this out it's it's just showing that how the nfl is kind of spreading out globally they're they're you know every year they're adding different cities that they're trying to um bring the game to in uh in a different way and uh this one was focused on uh, ghana um and it had uh saquon barkley and justin jefferson uh two stars in the nfl um in it as well it was just fun i i I, yeah i really do like yeah yeah, i just they always make really solid ads i feel like they're underrated yeah. with their when they did their um their hundredth ad which was yes. great at like the award ceremony like that, that yeah. was incredible too like they they just make really good ads yeah good job nfl <laughs> i good just job. wonder i mean it's you know it's something happens when you have a lot of money yeah, yeah. <laughs> crazy <laughs> Big things Stuff, happen. you know you're, you're just if, if, if you, you use it correctly if like you, you got that the temu money 
You know what I mean? You, you got just that make a lot of money. Isaiah, that's you next year. I mean, Isaiah's like, Isaiah's like, all right. Listen, I, I, Isaiah's <laughs> agent is calling Temu up tomorrow. I mean, please. Let's hope like, they're calling yeah. my agent tomorrow. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> you can always call me we, en- we, we endorse. We endorse this idea. Yep. <laughs> yeah. um, for me, I'm just going to give a little shout to T-Mobile, the spot with um, Bradley Cooper and his mom, the Suits guys, Donald Faison, Zach Braff, Jennifer Hudson. It was just like, I don't know. It was like a good combination of like, I don't know. And everybody... Yeah. It was a good cast, good casting, and um, they all played into it so well, and it didn't feel forced, and it was actually, like, really funny, and I love all the people in it, so that was my vote. That, that was cool, but I, I was I was, I kind of felt like it was a little, just a little inside baseball because um, of, of self-taping, you know? I was like, man, that's kind of, you know, do people do people get that's what, what's going on, is that they're, they're self-taping, and everybody's doing it from their home, and they have to do it from their home? Now, because yeah. of uh, because of what we went through in the pandemic and everything, I was wondering yeah. that. But I know it hit home for me. Like I liked it for that reason too. I was like, "Oh, that's cute. Like that's funny. Like I get that. Like yeah, people are doing the garage. Somebody hits the garage, and you're like, hey, like seriously, like that was a good one. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the part that got me. Yeah. yeah. I- I wonder that too. Like I was like, is it is this in their own homes or is it? You know, I was I was wondering that. But I liked it. It had like a little bit of a yeah. raw, like unedited, unedited feel. I forgot about that one. I really liked that one too. I also yeah. liked that it was um, kind of a a little tease because that they ended it with Braff and Faison, and then the yes. Braff and Faison come, came back for like their full ad with Jason Momoa. Yeah. So mm. kind of props mm. for that. I think I think we'll, let's give it to let's give it to yeah, that's a good one. T Mobile. Nice, nice. Um, All right, last okay. one. Yeah, go for it, Al. This is the probably for the ad that almost made you stream tears i oh well, uh, let's try this again Luz wrote it out as the streamed ad that almost made you stream tears which is way better uh, yeah. <laughs> nice. so guys best tearjerker one um for me uh, it's already been mentioned which was the the google pixel one um Same. i thought that was incredibly well done and again reminder i didn't get half of it until the mm-hmm. end i didn't get the whole thing until the end because my oh brain my was <laughs> fried being a parent but yeah. oh man that other half just resonated with me really well yep. <laughs> and i mean that and that's how they that's how they landed the playing was with the baby being born right yep. it was yeah. like you could hear that that's what was going to happen because it kept it's like all right they're repeating this right so they're they're leading the horse to water if we're if we're if our kid isn't jumping off of something we could like start to think about it Two people, and I see two people. I see two people. I see two people, and you're like, okay. And then you're like, I'm seeing their relationship build. I'm seeing this is like, okay, now they're like living together. You're you're watching that, and then it's like, oh my god, are they gonna see three people? I mean, yeah, that was just like, it was like, oh god, oh, was, yep. yeah, mommy, why are you crying? I know, right? I'm like, yeah, Something yeah. in my eyes, Torino in my eye. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean it was, that was it was very well done, very well yeah. done, and it's it was that that lead up, right? It was like, and and that it's helping to build, it's helping to um, lessen the empathy gap of like I don't know what it's like to to have that experience, and so yeah. let me show you. This is what it will would actually look like if this were your experience so much of the time we have to really actually have people walk in someone else's shoes before they know yeah so i thought they did a really great job of that agreed 
Isaiah, birthday yeah. boy. What about you? You know, you know when you know when an ad starts out and it's so serious that you're like, okay, wait, like where's the joke coming? Like you're waiting for this joke. Well, the anti-bullying ad was that for me because I was like, all right, like they're they're being really serious here. When is it? and I was like, ooh, oh, oh and I was like, oh <laughs> man. Like that oh, yeah. And then I was just like hooked. I was like, okay, okay, oh, okay. Gosh. Yeah. I was like, that was deep. I got it. I yeah. got it. Yeah. So for me, it was the anti-bullying ad. Yeah. All of the ones that, yeah, had deep. I, I would say I would put Dove under this too. I think mm. Dove yeah. like nailed it Most with definitely. that too. Most definitely. Yeah. 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 So it's well, a, a mirage of responses now. <laughs> it's a mirage. <laughs> it's a mirage. Luce, this is your podcast. I'm going to leave it up to you. Who no, gets it? No. You can't, can't give it to four. <laughs> four, four brands are not going to go up on the podium for this fake award. You have to pick one. Yeah. Fake awards are very important. It's so important. <laughs> we made these up almost a week ago. They're the best awards. You know what? I'm going to give this one to the anti-bullying ad because okay. that one is it's important. And yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. Well, that that does it for the, the probablys. Thank you guys for being a part of our, our first annual superlatives for the Super Bowl. Um, this has been so much fun. Isaiah, thank you for joining us on your birthday. Yeah. I can't believe it. You should have responded when we said, would you like to join us? Like, no. It no. Is my birthday. Hey, Maybe no. next time. Hell no. You know, Hell when no. when 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 uh Tamu is is putting height in your lap like this, you know, why, who's gonna say no to that? Like, you know what I mean? Like I mean, you just listen, you got to mood. Yeah. And so and so you followed. You followed the two. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. No, I, you I, said I, enough you times now. Like, let's make sure that we work this into your contract that you are paid for the number of times you said it on this pod. There you go. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And like, can we get some? Yeah. Like, yeah. Wait, wait, wait what's one? To move. Who? Exactly. Oh, there is it. Yeah. There it is. Yeah. Here go. To move. I got it. I got really it. I got a million. You. We're gonna keep going. All right. <laughs> I really hope um, we see you in the big game next year. And Aaron, thank you so much. Uh, we love amazing. always have we always love having another parent <laughs> on <Yeah>. the podcast <laughs> who is going through it, uh, which is great. Um, and um, real quick before we we let you guys go, um, any plugs? Where can people find you? I'll start with Aaron. Where can people find you? And if you want to plug anything, this is a great opportunity to do that. Yeah, um, you can find me. I spend most of my time online on linkedin i just it's my i love your post aaron thank I you i always relate to them they're always thank really you great. it's 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 just a it, listen it's the world's largest um online workforce we've got more than a billion people on there so it's a it's a great place to to have conversations and to start to change what we talk about in the workplace mm-hmm. right we get to decide it's our it's our decision that's what's different about platforms like that so um you can find me there and you can learn more about the Hype Women movement and everything that we're doing to really push um, a different way forward for women to stop viewing one another as threats and competition and to decondition from that and really start to think about how we are collectively going to make the world a better, more equitable place at HypeWomen.com. Amazing. Amen, sister. And then I- Isaiah, where um, can people... Where can people at find Tamu.com. you? At you, you, you can find Isaiah, the newest spokesperson. <laughs> you said it, not me, but hey. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, you, you can go to my Instagram, at Isaiah Mustafa. That's, uh, you know, I, I don't post as much as I used to, but um, usually if it's, if it's fun and, and engaging or something that I want to kind of get people's awareness around, I'll, I'll post for the most part. Um, 
Also, I have a movie coming out April 26th. <gasps> uh, yeah. Oh, casual. Oh, Casual. Yeah. <laughs> Casual. What? You said if there's anything you want to promote, so yes. uh, I got a movie. What? Yeah, yeah it's, called, it's called Boy Kills World. Stars uh, Bill Skarsgård, uh, <laughs> Michelle Dockery, uh, Brett Gelman, uh, Charlto <gasps> Copley, um, and, a, and, a, and a lot and a, few, and a, and a host of others. <laughs> but yeah, amazing! Uh, Congrats! That's so exciting. Yeah, and then I have a TV show coming to uh, Prime. <laughs> Let's go. This is it. Plug it's, City. Uh, thank, it's called. Also, thank, thank God I went first because if I had to follow this, I'd be like, um. You guys I keep going. I'm just, keep I'm going. just I'm keep going. not going to plug. That's it's, it. Uh, yeah. I just can't follow this. Come, coming <laughs> out sometime uh, later this year, it's uh, it's called Cross. It'll be on Prime. It follows the, the, the detective Alex Cross and his uh, amazingly handsome partner john sampson played by one isaiah mustafa so let's bonjour john that sounds amazing that's it i'm done uh, i can't <laughs> wait i cannot wait to see those tamu ads running <laughs> next to that prime show it's gonna be it's gonna be like what is it's just a 360 degree Isaiah experience. I love it. I love it. Uh, thank you guys. You guys both rock. Thank you so much. Al, I'll talk to you later. All right. <laughs> thank you for listening to Yeah, That's Probably an Ad, part of the Adweek Podcast Network and ACAST Creator Network. This podcast was produced by me, Al Manorino, executive produced by Chris Ahrens and John Heil, and edited by Lane McGivney at Boutwell Studios. You can listen and subscribe to all of Adweek's podcasts by visiting adweek.com slash podcasts. Stay updated on all things Adweek Podcast Network by following us on Twitter at Adweek Podcast. And if you have a question or suggestion for the show, send us an email at podcast at adweek.com. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.